Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! The I check the mic, I give it an extra swipe with a Lysol disinfected wipe. Good Coronavirus in effect tonight. Antiseptics on deck, I got every type. I throw on my tux, then I give zero fucks, then I act like a jock strap. Cut my nuts, then I check my ball hair. Make sure it's all there. They call the Paul Bear. It's music to be murdered by again. Why stop? Overkill like a pipe bomb in your pine box. You're all hits to my cock. Went from punching the time clock to getting my shot and treated it like a cyclops. Like it's the only one. All right, we're started. Yeah, why, why deprive our, our, our audience of such fantastic life-isms as the TV guy not coming yesterday to install the TV on our, on our living room wall? So I had an appointment set up for 2 o'clock, okay? I gave him to 4 and the guy still didn't show up, so I called the company. Who's doing it? What? Who's doing it? Costco. Okay. So we bought the TV at Costco. We bought the mount at Costco. Set up the whole thing. They're going to run it, like, through the wall and shit. So there's no wires. And um, called at, like, four, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, um, they, they showed up, or they called. And um, I was like, well, why would they call you know we're like there ain't no Thelma here huh there ain't no Thelma here yeah it was like why didn't they just show up why did they call like what's the point of making the appointment see you don't have to take the reservation <laughs> you just don't know how to keep the reservation You're that's right. really the most important part do you have the slip I threw it away <laughs> oh yeah yeah so anyway he's coming back tomorrow morning at 10 but yeah, this is the this is the high um, quality conversation we were having. That I was like, we should just we should totally just flip this on and put this. Got a lot of one. You just get yeah. You, you make a appointment. You sit around all day, and then the next day they come during the day when you're like, I wanted you here yesterday. Yeah. So, um, um, but I've been I've been listening to a lot of end of the year lists on TV. I'm, I think I'm like almost ready for whenever we wind up doing our started. Thing. I started writing some stuff down about that. Yeah, so yeah can, me too. Let's start that next week. Um, like I said, we were, so we were talking football. We were talking about how the Jets won um, kind of, and that put them in a tie for, for worst record. And now they're looking at the second pick of the draft and not the first. Yep. Um, which is great for us because that's a bet. So we were just going, oh, we didn't, you know what? Maybe we should have turned on. We were still going over all of our bets to see what we won. Listen, I will take that conversation. You know, for as long. Yeah. Well, I, I'll take that conversation for as long as possible because I can't win anything. I am like the worst. Gambling is just not, this is not my year. I'll just say that. But uh, I, Kyler Murray single-handedly like basically won me my fantasy game. I'm in the championship. All right. Cheers. But I beat Mike, our buddy Mike, by 0.5 points. Oh, really? Yeah. Like under a point. Uh, so he's kind of pissed. But uh, Kyler Murray, he was a good draft pick. Well, if you had started um, um, 
what's his name? Your other quarterback, Tannehill. He got more points. So you still would have won. Okay. All right. Um, they're saying that on the podcast, on the Simmons thing. If you had Tannehill, Josh Allen, or um, Kyler Murray, you probably like there's no chance you lost this week. It'd be odd if you did. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was off of our interesting text from our friend Eric yesterday, who I guess was working. Was like, please don't tell me anything that happens in the Seahawks game or any games. I don't want to know anything about fantasy. And we, you and I both immediately wrote back, like, are you going to watch every game? Yeah, he taped all the games to watch it. Like, what? I mean, I can't tell if he's just fucking with us or if it's like, it's like working in this, it's like the White House, right? Where you're just like, we never, stupid or. He always is the one that initiates the conversations via text about sports. Yeah. We would never initially go to him to sports stuff. Well, I mean, could you imagine being like, hey, Eric, what did you think about uh, the fact that they ran cover two instead of yeah. instead of man there? Like, you think he would have a clue if we were talking about offense or defense? Probably not. No, he'd be like, no, he doesn't know. So it was a little ridiculous. Um, but he's probably going to lose. Good. He's that makes down, me happy that he loses. Down by 20 points and has uh, A.J. Green tonight, who has had a shitty year. And the other guy has uh, another ride receiver, not 20. So he's probably. Okay. Um, so we can spoil shit for Eric next week. Great. Because <laughs> he'll be sitting at home. Yeah. Um, what um, What else? Oh, oh, we were just talking about the that the government passed the stimulus. Yep, that just happened. We're all getting 600 bucks. And I love that already people are fucking like talking shit like online about how little the amount it is. And I get it. It's kind of a little amount, but they don't have to give us anything. Um, they technically do not have to give us anything. I disagree. Uh, I mean, when you start looking at, all right, I didn't, I didn't pull it up. I can find it. But when you start looking at like what other countries have gotten, um, and, and you look at like, you know, you look at what other countries have gotten and how like they've managed to keep everybody home and people aren't forcing them. Like you and I were just talking, like I might be working on Wednesday and I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to have to go out and work, but you kind of have to, because shit is still happening. You know, where it's like, I have a client in Germany and they're like, Hey, listen, um, I know we were talking about coming to shoot something, but we're not allowed in the office again until January 11th. So we'll talk to you sometime after then. And it's like, just done, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's like, I keep trying to look up numbers. I mean, Some of the, st- the stimulus, new stimulus package has like uh, help for uh, live music venues. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, Here's the deal. Since since you were you've been working and I got to work a little bit in December, it's it doesn't feel as um, dire. dire as desperate as it did for for us as it did probably before. Um, so I I don't want to, but it just doesn't seem like enough if you're somebody who isn't working who doesn't have anything like six hundred bucks. Like what what are you gonna do with that? Like 
you know, for most people in the, I know for most people around here, that's like a fifth of your rent. I mean, but what, people, what, do you, what do you think we should get? I don't think there should be stimulus. I think what you need to do is, is pay everybody's like power bill or something. You need to, you need to, no, you need to pay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the additional 300 on unemployment is good. And I think that that's, you know, I think that's a good amount, you know, if like, um, it, it means like if you make the max, you're going to be here, you're going to be making 750 a week. If you didn't make the max, it means you'd be making what the max would be. So like, I, I think that that seems pretty fair. I think what you have to find a way to do is um, you pay businesses to close the small businesses to close, you know, you just, just what you have to do because or pay small businesses to close and pay them to pay their people. And if you get that payment, then you don't get to collect unemployment. And that way you're not, you're not forcing people to go out and work. You're not forcing people to go out and go to these businesses and they can't say, you know, um, look, but look, do I know where all that money comes from? No, but I know that there's a lot of frivolous spending in this government and I think that I'm just, I just had this conversation earlier. I'm just, and I don't mean to get all political, but I don't even think this is political. It's like, cause it's not just Republicans. It's, they're the worst, but they're only worse. You know, the, the Democrats, the only reason Democrats aren't the worst is because they're not as bad as Republicans. It's like, um, everything is about money. You know, it's not like that's a big revelation, but when it's laid out on paper for you, and, and you're like, you, you see it and you're like, well, this is, you know, like all these hypocrites in, in the government were like, this is all hoax. And they're all the first ones in line to get the vaccine. And you're like, how is this? We're all okay with this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, what are we going to do? It's not like, you know, yeah, but we could do. they're just doing it. They're doing it. At least things are starting to come out. So maybe we'll have a chance at a, a normal half of the year next year. 2021 things will start opening up yeah well you're right though about the music venues and that was like you know that you know it was like spearheading that it was like klobuchar you know that wouldn't be the person i'd expect but she she was i thought that was pretty cool we should go into the music uh uh venue business right now you could probably get something cheap if I had any idea how to do something like that or I had any capital to do it, I would have that discussion with you. But fortunately, those two things are keeping me out of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like music. I like live music. Sure. Um, so I have a note here. Okay. I totally forgot. When we were talking about the Jets, I should have brought it up. But going back to the Jets, you know they're do- they know they do this man of the year thing? No. Yeah, well, one team picks a player on their team to vote as uh, man of the year. And it's someone on, you know, someone on each team who does, like, the most for charity and is, you know, a pillar of greatness in the community and all this stuff. And it's, like, nominated by their team to go up and win this award. And they do it every year. But the Jets, they nominated this guy – um, I don't have his name on it, on me, unfortunately. They nominated this guy for Man of the Year, and uh, they cut him two weeks ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the guy is up for votes for Man of the Year on a team that he's not even on anymore. 
makes no oh. sense. That's just a Jets thing that we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, that's very Jets-tian. Uh, I'm, do, I'm doing the math from our picks, you know, from the last two weeks, just so you know, while we're doing this. You have any notes? Um, the only notes, what notes do I have? I mean, they think the only thing that we're not talking about that I have a note about is, did you listen to the new Eminem album? I have. What do you think? It's all right. I wouldn't say it's his finest work. Haven't been able to say that in a while, but I will say there's one song that's awesome. Which song was that? The one, um, the one where he sampled uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, I'll, I'll find it. Um, um, I think it's it. Oh, whoops! I think it's accidentally playing Eminem. There we go. Um, recently added. Recently added. Um, Alfred's theme. It's called. And he like he samples Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yeah, it's really good. It's cool. It's like really creative. I was like, dude, that's pretty good. And I was like all excited about it. Then I heard the rest of the album. And I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was alright. Uh, Mandalorian. Well, wait before. So, but next week I think next week let's do this. We'll, we're gonna do best of our. Or we'll do our music thing. We're gonna do the body switch thing. I'm gonna watch your watch the Vince Vaughn movie. Um. Yeah, so we're going yeah, we're to be covering best, things. We're doing best movie of the, or best songs of the year. We'll do songs and we'll do that. And then the following week we'll do TV. And then the following week we'll do movies. Because I haven't seen any movie. It's so funny. Like, I was asking everybody. Everyone keeps saying that the the thing that keeps coming up is the best movie is that, um, what's that movie? Um, something. Springs. What? <laughs> Palm Springs. I mean, that's like, that's like all I got on my list right now is like Palm Springs <laughs> and, you know. Um, uh, First cow. I don't want to like it. I don't like the woman that that made it because I think our movies are pretentious. But I'm going to watch it. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard people talking about this. I want to watch. I'm going to watch tonight the uh, the Chad, Chadwick Boseman one on Netflix. Okay. Oh, that's on. Is that wait? Yeah, the, his his last movie. What's it called? Um. It's not the one where they play all the guys from history that get together, is it? Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, that, all right. Ma Rainey's. Okay. I got to. Uh, it's like a nice 90 minutes, I saw. That's good. Considering one. what we put ourselves through this week with uh, what we watched. Um, all right. So, yeah, we can get into. We could jump into Man- Mando. 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 Pretty Come interesting. Join ep- me at my table, Mando. <laughs> pretty uh pretty good episode this week. I, I appreciate that- I appreciate you checking in and not giving anything away. Um I really wanted to talk about this because I actually wanted to do this podcast yesterday just because I wanted to while it was still fresh, I just wanted to keep talking about it. Yeah. Because I feel like what just happened in that movie or that show was probably the best five minutes of 2020. <laughs> I mean, I really mean that. I'm not even exaggerating. I think that was the best five minutes to happen in 2020. And I feel like um, 
I feel like he single-handedly just saved that entire franchise. I, and, I, and I brought that up to a friend, to the guy I work with, and he was like, you're right. He goes, think of how much money he just, they just made so many people. Like, he just, like, saved Kathleen Kennedy's job. Like, Disney can, is now, like... Now they're greenlighting all these... But they're, like, doing a full force, like, everything. And it's just, like, it was so simple... And how everybody who was making Star Wars shit couldn't see it all along. We just wanted to see Luke Skywalker kicking ass. You know? I mean, like, when the original episode where he's, he gets put on the mountain and, like, communicates with a Jedi. Like, uh, the whole time I was like, who are they going to... Obviously, someone's going to show up here. Like, I knew... You knew that final episode, like, a Jedi was going to come help save him because... They, like, made such a big deal about how it connects the Jedi with him. But I was like, not... I did not obviously anticipate it was going to be Luke Skywalker. Spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) Um, Fuck it. It's so good. Um, Did you know that it was him when, like, the X-Wing fighter pulled up? No. So I kind of... That's my first thought, but I was like... Same thing. I was like, no... Yeah. Um, what it did, and I, I think it did to a lot of people, is it made you feel like an eight-year-old kid again. Like I watched that three times. I was supposed to watch Tenet that night, and I didn't because I just kept watching that episode. Um, and I, the first thing I did when I watched it, when I got done with it, I was just like, I was like, like seriously, like just emotionally in a whole weird place, like a good weird place. I texted my cousin, you know, cause we grew up loving this shit together and I didn't hear back. I'm like, look, I know it's really late your time, but I just got to tell you that it was insane. And five minutes later, he texts me back and he's like, I didn't even see your text. I just got done with it. I was just texting you. <laughs> and so I was like, how many people were probably having a conversation like that across like the world of people who like were connecting on their childhood love of oh, people were flipping out over that thing. Um, did you see the last, so what happened though, because of that conversation is he said, did you see the scene after the credits? No, now I got to go back and watch. I it. know you got to go back and watch it. I didn't either. And the only reason that he did is because we were sitting there having this moment texting each other and he had never turned it off. And then all of a sudden there's a scene. It just, it sets up, um, it sets up the Boba Fett show. Oh, okay. I'll just say that. That's, I mean, it's, there's not like a, you know, but it sets it up. I don't know if I'm um, too excited for a Boba Fett show. You, you are, or you're not. I am not right now. Well, it's cause he's kind of old. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to be really hard to have Boba Fett and the Mandalorian at the same time. But, um... So this ancient weapon that cuts through anything will cut through anything except for his armor. Well, but he said they've they've talked about that from the beginning. (laughs) But that's that's the whole point of getting that armor. Remember, like, in the first season, he was, like, building that shit to... Um... They put don't ruin, don't point out things that were wrong with this. First of all, the first four episodes or the, the last four episodes have been so good. And I was curious yeah, if we finally had a friggin' story. Well, 
the last three episodes actually like connected with each other. Well, yeah, yes, true. I mean, it's still the same thing where he shows up to a different planet and they're like, he's like, hey, I need your help. They're like, you need to help us first. Okay. You know, like it's still that, but they brought in, they've managed to bring in a lot of characters. You know, they brought in those, um, Osaka Tan on that. That's a Rosario Dawson character. And, um, then the, uh, she's got her own show, right? Yeah. The other Mandalorian crew, the, the women, uh, and then, you know, even the Bill, Bill Burr episode was pretty good. Yeah. That, that episode was great. Right. Yeah. Bill Burr was so freaking good. He was. Yeah. I love that guy. And you're like, Oh man, I don't want to see some guy make jokes the whole time, you know, but he was good. He was like, um, especially like when they had that scene at the end where he, right before he shot him and he could see like, he was pissed off that they killed everybody on that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Um, but you know, bringing all those characters and then you get to that fourth episode or the last episode. And so not only was it, you know, the end of the last five minutes. And then we haven't even talked about the fact that all of a sudden R2-D2 sh- like rolls up and you're just like, oh my God, dude, like this is the greatest. Um, and that it's like, um, I don't know if I can say it's shot for shot, but it's very strategically uh, shot to look exactly the way that Darth Vader looks when he's like at the end of Rogue One, when yeah. he, you know? It's like one guy's good, one guy's bad, and they're both doing the same thing, and they're father and son. It's just ugh, so good. I like that whole scene where he's fighting the the black uh, stormtrooper thing, the droid, the, the, the droids, right? Um, and he like jets them out into space. I was like, yes, and then all of a sudden you just see that they just like fly back in. That was awesome. Just that whole scene where he fights the thing. Um was great um it had some really good action scenes the last few episodes oh yeah and then the the other thing though he's fighting all the things in the bill burr one when all those pirates were trying to get that that shit that was on there dude that was awesome those little pirate ships yeah they they kept coming and jumping on yeah it was great um but the thing about this last episode before you even get to the big like finale uh of the thing when they board the ship and start like kicking ass. Um, something that was really cool was the fact that it was him and like four strong, four like female, like ass kickers. Yeah. And they went off and do all the fighting while he snoops around to go find like the baby. It's like the complete opposite. And, you know, I was, so I was, I mean, I was talking to, uh, Stephanie, our friend, our our friend Stephanie, about this. And one of the things that we were, like, discussing was, like, she brought up, you know, it wasn't even, like, in the Marvel movie. Like, you remember the Marvel movie in the Avengers, the second Avengers, all the women get together and they, like, they, like, beat them. But they make it, like, this moment where they all stand and you see that it's all women and everybody in the audience claps, like, yeah, women are going to kick ass. But it was, like, Hey, let's pat ourselves on the back for doing it. This was just like part of the story that four women came in and were like the fucking biggest badasses kick, you know, kicking ass. 
I thought it was cool. I just thought everything it hit like so when we start talking about like best of lists and shit. And the scene where a TIE fighter gets loaded up and oh. <laughs> that was the best. Like I don't know who like comes up with this shit, but it was pretty cool to see like them like load up the tire fighter to get to shoot him out into battle. So cool. Absolutely right. Um but like you know, we're going through the best of list and I don't think Mandalorian it may have like been around ten if you know, like it'd been to the end of my list, but there's no way after what they just did. I mean they just they just like saved all of our childhoods from those awful uh Star Wars movies, you know? It's like it's just, it's insane. That, I mean, I don't know. You, a, a normal person, like, I don't want to say most normal, most people our age were very into Star Wars. So, but like, if you're not into it, you wouldn't understand. But if you were like, followed it, you realize like how big all that stuff was. It's just great. I love shit like that. We needed that in 2020. Yeah. So, uh, big fan over here. You know what else we uh, needed in 2020? Happiest season. Oh, good segue. There you go. Um, I had mentioned this on the podcast a a little while ago, but you had a chance to watch it. Yeah, finally. I guess we should hear your uh, take on the Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis rom-com. Okay. Lesbian love story. So this is what's great about Happiest Season is I guess maybe when you get to be like old, like if you're, you know, when you're young and you're watching like romantic comedy shit, you're like, you kind of put yourself as like the protagonist in any situation. But like when you're like, like I'm too old to be in a relationship with, um, with Mackenzie Davis or Kristen Stewart. Right. (laughs) So, you're just looking at it like as an older person. So you're not, you know, and you start to realize that that's how you should probably should have been looking at everything from the beginning is not like how, and that's why there's like so many, you know, straight white characters is everything. So like, you know, the fact, anyway, you look at objectively, it's just like a normal movie, um, normal love story. And it's like, I it's again it's like one of those things where it's just a normal love story but they're not patting themselves on the back like look what we're doing it's just like hey this is a you know but it has like very heartfelt moments in it yeah it does like, like the scene where Allison Brie like outs her in front of her family like yeah that, uh, was, a tough, that was a tough thing to watch because you're like you could tell and it was acted in a way that was like perfect because Allison Brie like knew that she had done something at that moment right away that was fucked up. Like, as soon as it came out of her mouth, you could tell that she was like, oh. And then Mackenzie Davis was just standing in the, like, in the middle of the room, and you felt the weight of everything, you know, it's just by her reaction. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a really well done. Movie. Yeah, the problem is Alison Bree's character was almost comically, like, uh, comic, comically bad, like, I mean, where, like, she's, like, the villain, but it's, like, she's so over-the-top bad that you're, like, all right. Yeah. And, and then she just automatically turns in the middle of a conversation, and she's now all of a sudden not, off like, comically bad. 
Yeah. Um, well, the problem I had is like after that scene, you didn't really get the. I mean, I think they did it on purpose, like the full scene where they had to to have a talk, and she like apologized for doing like this horrible thing. But they had like a lighter version of that where she just like skated by. She just said, "I'm sorry." Uh, right. But my, I said on this on the last time when I were talking, when I was talking about this, the worst part, the worst part of the whole movie is that she didn't tell her, uh, Mackenzie Davis didn't tell Kristen Stewart that her parents didn't know anything until they're already driving, and she had to pull over. Yeah, tell her, like, I'm sorry, but she, they would have had this conversation at the house before they left. Right. You know, it's like. Now you're putting this person in this like, fuck. I'm already too, you know. I'm already, we've already got the point of no return here. I gotta keep going because I'm like in the middle of fucking nowhere, driving up to this person's family's house. But I, uh, I really. What did you think of uh, Dan leaving? He was funny. Yeah, he's good. And he like had a really good moment with her at the. And uh, with with um, Kristen Stewart telling her that people need to go through things, and it's not necessarily about them. Like trying to like tell her that it doesn't matter that she was. I don't know. I, it was a really good moment. Daily, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, I've been watching Shit's Creek, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, but let's go. Uh, he was on the job. He was on the job I worked on this weekend. Catherine uh, O'Hara is like the best. What is Catherine O'Hara? She's so fucking funny. Oh yeah. Um, so happiest season. Yeah. So here's my. So I mean, I get. It. Yeah, I'm with you. There's a lot of problems like that. Also, like when she when after the big fight, like all of a sudden, Mary Steenberger just becomes a completely different person after one conversation too. Like she was unbearable for most of it. And then all of a sudden she's like, they're right. We even this. And you know, it's like, well, she also saw that the whole thing of the breakup right in front. And like, she saw that it would killing her daughter. I get what happened. <laughs> I'm just telling you that all these characters, all of a sudden just completely changed on a dime. I didn't need anything. Um, I didn't want to think. I know. Not like this other movie. Here's my, here's, if if I was doing this movie, this is what I would have done differently, though. She definitely should have just wound up with Aubrey Plaza. I know. Why not? She's like, dude, this, Mackenzie Davis was like the worst girlfriend ever. She like didn't tell her that. Or have a scene where they actually like hook up. Yeah, something. There's something that should, yeah, something should have happened there. Because she's like, first of all, like you said, she doesn't tell her that she hasn't told her parents that she's gay until they're in the car and Kristen Stewart's planning to go get engaged to her. And, and her Aubrey Plaza tells her this whole story about what she did to her in high school. And then... That was basically the same thing. Dude, and then there's like three nights in a row where she just completely ditches her and makes her stay like in the bedroom. And hangs out with her boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Their ex-boyfriend. Like, like till <laughs> two in the morning. You know what I mean? It's like, 
I was just hoping that some, like, I was like, kind of like, all right, this is great. She's going to lose her relationship and this is, she's going to have paid the price for having been like lying, but that's not how they did it. I wish they did. I bet you in the original script, that's what happened. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But, um, uh, it was super popular though, right? It was like, everybody's been, it's like, like the most viewed like movie, like good for everybody. That's good. Yeah, it's done pretty well. Um, you know what? There's another movie that you can't turn your brain off when you're watching. Oh, look, you are just the king of segues today, aren't you? <laughs> this is great. We finally got a chance to see Tenet after a long waited delay. And I wanted to see it in the theater and uh, finally gave in and said, fuck it. I actually was thinking about driving to a theater uh, in September or October that was like 30, 40 minutes away that had it. And they're like, we're only having 25% capacity in their theater. I almost went. Because you wanted to see this movie that bad. I wanted to see this movie so bad. And then we watched it. And it is so overly complicated. Yeah, it's tough. It's like, I okay, I only watched this one time, and I already started, what, one of the first 15, 20 minutes into it. I was like, yeah, this is good. you're going to have to see this again. Like, this is a multi-viewing movie to understand what's going on because um, they don't really give you a lot of information, um, especially a big freaking problem with it that I had was that, they just say, all right, someone in the future, which we're assuming is the woman that he meets, the scientist that he meets, uh, that teaches him how to do all the shit. I'm assuming that that's the woman that is the scientist that created this wormhole thing. Uh, so basically the story in, in large is about... Oh, you know what? That's what... That's what uh, Audrey thought the whole time. Wow. Basically, yeah, the story that, 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 that's what's coming back. People in the future are pissed at what we're doing to the world because when in the future, I guess it's like destroyed the world uh, to everything that we did. So they want to like basically end the world by caving it in on itself through a time warp thing. That's not true at all. That's yeah. not what it was. That's what it is. No. They, you're, you've got the premise right where there's people from the future, but they're trying to survive. They're trying to, like, because we fucked it up so bad, their link to survival is to come live in the past. Like, it's as if, like, no, all right, no. well, whatever. I don't think that they want to destroy the world because they're pissed at us. No, there's one guy who wants to destroy the world. I don't know. He's just he's just pissed because As I said, I watch this again. So I'm this assuming is the complicated part. This is like the basic part. All right. So I'm assuming that this woman, like who's the scientist, is the one that in the future figured out how to do this and then sent it back to her old self to show the people how to do it. That's my understanding. But you never find out really how these people could do this. 
You know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, given something. They just, like, stand there and, like, think differently. And all of a sudden it goes, like, they're, you're automatically in a, in a reverse situation. Like, was it the pill that they took? It wasn't a pill. It was the thing that he ate that he was, like, it was supposed to be cyanide, but it was fake. Because they wanted to see who was going to, like, do it. Right, but I don't think that that was just... I think it was, like, nothing, right? Yeah. They just so wanted to see... I'm more, I still, like, it can't figure out how they were able to do this. Like, all of a sudden, they just put on a gas mask or an oxygen mask, and they're like, all right, let's go in, in reverse. Um, do you understand how they are able to do it? Um, you know, like, here's the thing. This is going to be a really tough movie just to talk about because... I think I understood what happened, but I don't think I could ever explain it. I think if I explained it, um, I would only confuse myself out of thinking that I actually knew what I saw, which is kind of like almost the premise of the movie. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, you, how did you do it? There was like, no, it's like, um, isn't it like a different vortex or something? Yeah, but how do they get there? That's uh, that's what they didn't explain. It's like, all, they just bring him into this room, and they're like, here, look at these bullets. And then he tries to shoot, and it doesn't work. And he goes, they're like, no, you have, you've already shot it. So you have to do it in reverse. Of the yeah, you're, you're actually right. So I'm trying to think of the time when they reveal, okay, we're going to go back. And he says, all right, in order to save this person, we got to go back to Oslo. And then the next thing you know, they're going back to Oslo. Well, and you're right. Never, they never like got into like the time machine to do it. They never. So yeah. Well, well they can go. See how they have to do it. This the things that I understood was that you go to the place where the thing happened, and then you can reverse time. So, like, you're going forward while everyone's going, or you're going backwards, like, everyone's going forwards. So, you're basically, like, reversing time. And you can only go back, you can only switch it back when you align with the, when you align back at where, you know, you ended up. Right. So, but I just don't understand, like, how you start it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have like some sort of like a button I, or a thing. This this is this is just an awful podcast thing. So well, like, well, because the, if you haven't seen it, you don't know what we're talking about. And even if you've seen it, there's a fifty percent chance you don't know what we're talking about. What I'm at? What do you think of the movie? <laughs> I don't know. It was too confusing to fucking understand. You didn't like it. I can't say I liked it. I want to watch it again. You just okay. This is you're being a politician right now. You're refusing to say you didn't like it. If you couldn't understand it, you didn't like it. All right. I did not like it the first time I've saw it. I get it. I, I get it. You're, you're leaving it open. I understand because there's things you liked in it, right? There's a lot of cool shit. Uh, there's a lot of cool shit. The ending is really good. I thought the ending was awesome. The ending was awesome. The ending was fucking awesome. Like when all that shit was going down and they were trying to bring her back to the the plane. Well, I just mean the conversation he had. I don't want to spoil it because we've already spoiled Mando. But like, it'd be really hard to spoil a movie we don't understand. But 
the conversation he has at the end with the other character and the guys. Huh? Robert Pattinson? Right. I get I'm trying not to give anything away, but yes, the conversation he has with Robert Pattinson. Um why would that give something away? He I talks to Robert Pattinson. Did oh, you know, because you don't know. Did you know Robert Pattinson. Can I like say a spoiler or no? Huh? We'll talk about this off air. I don't want to ruin this part. Um, but his his conversation with with um, Denzel's kid at the end is like awesome, and he explained like when they kind of explain everything a little bit. It's like, but um, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm as soon as this freaking pandemic is over, I know the first place I'm going on vacation if I can afford it. This is the Malfi Coast. After yeah. seeing like those like boats that they were like racing like in the air and shit, isn't that where Clooney lives? I don't. know. I'm sure. Um, it was like fuck. It was beautiful. Um, but overall, see, I liked it. I think I understood what was going on. I agree with you. I don't know exactly how they all of a sudden decide. You know, like for example, Robert Pattinson in the end without giving away the ending, he's like, so wait, you were going, basically he's like, so wait, you're going backwards, but you were going forwards the whole time. He's like, yeah, I, I made the switch. There were six versions of like him at one point. Okay. There really? were like, like four or five versions of Robert Panzen. Cause he was like, yeah, he like was the guy who was fighting and all this shit. Well, I'll give you the number one piece of advice to anyone who wants to see this movie. Uh, and it was given to me by two people, and I'm so thankful they gave it to me. Keep the subtitles on. Sub Subtitles were huge in this because there's a lot of accents and there's a lot of information. And... The whole movie is information. Yeah. Even and... the way they, like, like every scene was like, you know, like when you watch like a war movie or like a SWAT team movie, they have that one scene where they're like, in the the headquarter boot like tent and they're like going over everything that they're gonna do. Like, all right, this person goes here and this person's going there and then we'll meet like that was the whole movie. Every fucking time someone had a conversation, it was like that. It was like right. it was the, the dialogue was very wooden. It was like getting out all the information. Um like nothing was deep. It was just like, all right, we just need to tell you all this shit, even though it doesn't make any sense. Um, but they had some really cool action scenes. I mean, that scene with the uh, on the highway when they went back to find out where the thing was. It was like the Matrix too. So good. Like the second Matrix. It was like the same kind of shit. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, it looked great. The action scenes were great. They blew up a plane for Christ's sakes. Which they yeah. actually did that, um, and I kind of understand how the the time loop worked with them yeah. ha- with them having to be able to see each other and be in the same spot before they could switch from going forward or going back. Um, but uh, the whole thing was so confusing. It really is. Is I mean, and, and you know, so going in, so it's absolutely confusing. It was so complicated. Like you did not need to make it that complicated. No. Um, it's like I was telling you earlier. Uh, 
they're talking about how it's like you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. Like we just kind of want to see a movie sometimes, you know, like, I don't, I'm sorry if I'm not up to your wit in like, like, I mean, look, the guy obviously has a real hang up for time travel, right? It was very, uh, Terminator esque. He's got four movies that involve time travel, right? Uh, Memento, um, Inception, um, Interstellar in this. They all deal with like time continuum, you know, all that kind of shit. So obviously this guy's got a real like boner for like time shit. I don't have that. Like I'm okay, you know, it's fine, but um but I did but I did like like I said, I did like the movie. I I will watch it again to try to get a better understanding. I'll probably start it again, watch the parts I think are cool and then look it all up on Wikipedia and have somebody else tell me what happened and make sure I was right. I tried to stay away from looking online. Although I did see one thing that I will bring up to you off air. Cause I don't want to. Oh, cause big, it has to do with the ending. It's a big spoiler. Oh, okay. um, so. All right. So question before we move on, cause you know, Tom Cruise was famously, when pandemic was going on, he like went to the movie theater and watched this. Was promoting going to the theater, and it was okay to go. And he had his mask on. He was going through the whole thing, and he like went there. So now, Tom Cruise, what do we think of uh, the incident that was recorded of him yelling at everyone about COVID protocols? Well, all right. So initially, I was like, "This is like the best." Like, go Tom Cruise, right? Because it's like, he's right. Like, everybody just fucking do what you're supposed to do. And we're going to be able to get through this, you know, like. Well, let's just say that this Mission Impossible movie has shut down like three or four times. Right. Already because of COVID stuff. Um, but and he, I also, he like went through all these measures to try to, you know, keep the crew safe and keep fucking uh, them shooting. He, like, rented out a cruise ship for, like, a million dollars to, like, house everybody. Oh, okay. And, and that's what they stayed off the coast of where they were staying. Like, that's they didn't stay on the mainland where all the coronavirus shit was. They were just like, we're going to keep everyone locked up on this cruise ship. And then we're going to, like, all live and work together. Uh, so, all right. So finish your uh, opinion there. You said, well, it for- all right. So first I was totally all like go Tom Cruise, like gung ho on him. I mean, I still am in his corner. Like I still agree with him. I- I've heard a lot of backlash about people saying, you know, talk to people like that. You know, you, you listen to Clooney on Stern, right? Yeah. Who, by the way, was just fucking phenomenal. That guy is an insane person. Yeah, he is. I'm so glad I'm not friends with Clooney, the pranks that he plays. Like, during, that's insane. But anyway, they well, asked giving, giving all of his friends a million dollars was pretty cool, though. Yeah, I guess it's worth it if you're I want that guy. I want, I want that guy as my friend. But um, he, uh, they asked him about it, and he just said, I wouldn't talk to people that way. Now, there's a very famous story about Clooney talking to a director that way on Three Kings when he was like, well, the guy was like manhandling an extra. 
Yeah, the way he was talking about extras. I think he punched. Like, I think he punched up. Yeah, right yeah. It was, uh, the director like pushed over an extra and like yelled at him, and George Clooney like came to his aid to tell the director that he can't talk to anyone like that. The guy's making right. like eighty dollars fucking day, right? Like fifty dollars a day. Um. So, but but I you know. <laughs> Not that I, not that the person I'm going to believe on anything is Leah Remini, but did you see she came out and said she thought that this was all um, a like a publicity stunt, like this is a planted story. I would you you'd really put it past it? No, but I I doubt it. I don't know. Why does he want more publicity? Dude, fucking five people quit, and they had to shut the fucking thing down early. Why does Tom Cruise want more publicity? Dude, he's not like... He doesn't... He never, like... He doesn't want publicity. Are you Are you serious? Yeah. Tom Cruise does not, like, ever go on interviews or anything. Does not do anything. He just does the movies, no. and then he promotes the movies. That is movie. not true. When he does... No, he does the... Pre- he does the rounds but he does it when he does it it's always a very special event that he does it he he is a pr machine that guy that's why when everyone says that tom cruise is gay okay i don't really think that he's even sexual i think he i think the only thing that gets that guy off is like being a movie star and celebrity shit and i don't mean like kardashians like i mean like making like being like a movie star is the only thing that guy cares about like i really think that and i mean i know there's a lot of people that you could say that about but i think he's like different level that's all he cares about um so i'm going to disagree i think he would totally do that but i mean whatever i'm not going to sit here and say leah remini knows it's not like i have any you know i just would i'd believe it um so what what do you think about the whole thing? I mean, I do think there's probably a better way to like listen, we do not know what happened prior to this. Exactly. Well, that's the first thing, right? So everybody should just but, shut up if you don't know what happened. Yeah, before. like everyone keeps commenting on things, you know, just like when they don't even know like really what the the story is, you know, the yeah. whole story. Which I'm sure he has mentioned on numerous occasions, hey, we need to keep these, we don't want to, you know, shut down again. I've spent all this money, like, or the production has spent all this money, like, making sure that we could keep shooting and that everyone has jobs and all this shit. And, uh, like, he probably said it multiple times, and this was just, like, the last time that, because people don't pay attention. Right. It's not like crew members are historically known for following rules. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, you there are, I know people, there are some wrecks on your crew. Let's just put it that way. Um, a lot of wrecks, actually. Well, you think about your crew is usually a film crew for people who don't, you're probably about 50%. If it's probably, if you're going to go politically, you know, obviously Los Angeles is known as a pretty liberal town, but on your crew, you're dealing with a lot of like grunt work, uh, blue collar type. So it's, you know, half your crew probably thinks that this is 
like the the worst thing that ever, you know it's like super scared of everything and the other half thinks it's all a hoax true i don't know if they think that but i don't know yeah i mean but, but i mean i'm just saying like yeah a lot of them just are like manual labor guys it, yeah it's not all just leftist Move, elite. Moving, shit, moving shit around you know like that's all they do they don't really care about uh the bigger picture they're just like i need to move this from there to there uh you know that's my job the guy tells me to move something i move it so all right so on your movie if the tom cruise of your movie or your show or whatever it is you're working on or if you're working on this and you hear this are you happy as a working in the production office about this or are you what do i you mean yes i do like the message was it delivered the perfect way? No, but I do understand his frustration and the amount of money that goes into like keeping people safe now. Like all these movies are spending like millions and millions of dollars on just COVID shit. It's like to make sure that they can make this movie that now is like we're like not going to be in fucking theaters, but which I do think I'll be in the theaters, but. Um. Yeah, there was a better way to do it, but I agree with the message. That's my take on it. Okay, I can't really comment as we said because we don't know the full extent of what happened before it. But uh, yeah, I get it. The message was good. All right, what else do we have on our list? The last thing we've got is uh, NBA season starts tomorrow. So, what better way to open it by losing some money? Although we just talked about our futures in NFL, and we are doing pretty well on that one. It's true. We usually about break even on all this stuff. Um, so as you said, there's a the season is shortened. Yeah, so I didn't know that when I originally started doing my, my work. I was like, I was banging overs left and right. I was like, dude, they don't expect anybody to win over 50 games this year. It's going to be the best. We're going to make so much money. And then it's 72-game season, not a fit in an 82-game. So it, cra- it is crazy to see, like, the uh, the odds and see that the Phoenix Suns are sixth to win the West Western Conference. They have the six best odds to win the West. Like, they haven't been – they've been so shitty for 10 years. It's nice to see them on a list somewhere that's not worst team in the league. So I'm just going to just – I had to get my one Suns thing out. <laughs> They're on TV on Wednesday versus the Dallas Mavericks. I'm excited. And uh, there you go. Let's, let's, uh, let's go on with our futures. Um, well, I, I put together – I wrote down every team I thought was definitely going to make the playoffs. They were not one of them. Um, oh, I, I, only have, I only have two make the playoff bets. All right. Well, I can't. I have, a, I have a yes and a no. Okay. Well, I mean, I wouldn't bet on all these, but well, what I decided to do is I said, write down every team that would be inconceivable for them not to make the playoffs. In alphabetical order in the East and West, that was Boston, Brooklyn, Miami, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Dallas, Denver, Clippers, Lakers, Blazers. Blazers aren't definite. I know they're not definite, but I would be I would be surprised. They were struggling to make the fucking uh, 
They're close. Right, we're going to differ on some things here. I can already tell. We're going to so. But if I put that together as a parlay, those 10 teams in a 10-team parlay, it comes out to minus 101. Let me tell you what we should take. And this is just uh, quick. So I think we should go Houston now. Okay. Because if they get rid of Harden, they get rid of Harden, they're done. Absolutely. It's a big if. If they don't, they're not. If they don't, they could win that that uh, division. Dude, you know he's going to force his way out of there. I don't know. It's, there's not a lot of places. Hold up. There's not a lot of places for him. 76ers. What do you give up if you're if you're if there's I like that deal, but you know what? I don't know if you've noticed what's happening with the NBA, but Ben Simmons is going to be in the Lakers in like the next 3 years. It's like a done deal. So, like, why would you give up your future or give up your, like, one asset for a guy? Like, the Lakers have been completely taken over by clutch. It's all clutch clients, and they're all, like, they all want to come play in L.A. Um, And it's kind of bullshit what's happened. It's like, because it's going to start happening on the East Coast, too. You know, you see what's going on with New York where they're, like, Kentucky light. Because uh, they've got um, what's that fucking guy's name? The, the um, shit. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. Uh, I'll think of it. Worldwide West, right? Worldwide West is like the guy. Um, he's like pulling the strings behind the scenes over in New York now, and so they're getting you know, it's all the AAU culture. Everyone wanting to go there, and it's going to start. It's just all going to start happening, and you can see it happening right now. The Lakers. I don't know. I mean, if I'm, I'd be weary of, of, I think Ben Simmons is just waiting time to come to LA. That's what I think. Um, but that is probably the best deal out there. If, if it's even out there. All right. So how do you want to do this? Cause I, I like to make the playoffs, the wizards and not make the playoffs, the the rockets. Those are my two. Yes or no bets. Wait, what is it? I like the wizards to make the playoffs. Uh-huh. And Houston to not make the playoffs. All right. I like I like the Wizards to make the playoffs. Um I, I do not want to bet anything on you. I don't want to be near Houston. I don't want to be near Golden State. Like these are teams I just have no idea what to think about. All right, so I'll do the overs that I like and then you can step in. Over on, on wins? Yeah. So I like Wizards over thirty three and a half. Um I do too. I have they that got, as well. They got Russell. Yeah, I think uh, it, here's what's going to come down for Washington. Which Russell are you getting? Are you getting Russell who wants this to be his team and he's just going to take over and take bad shots? Or is he going to slash and kick? Because if he's going to slash and kick, he's got probably the best shooter to kick out to in Bradley Beal. And yeah. if, they get, if, they, if they pull that off, that team is going to be tough. So I'm with you. I, I'm willing to bet on Washington. Especially in the East. Yeah. Look, we're the only two people who still like Russell Westbrook, so let's just keep going. Yeah, that's true. I like Miami over 44 and a half. They All went right. to the finals uh, in the bubble. I think they've got a really solid team and, uh, you know, the East is kind of weak. So they're going to do a lot of regional games, right? Is that the whole I don't thing? think that the East is that weak. I don't. Well, now, now with the Nets, I guess. Nets and Bucks. Um, yeah. So anyway, I like Miami. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I like the Hornets under 26 and a half. 
Did you hear fucking uh, Gordon Hayward broke a finger? This guy cannot stay yep. healthy. I'm, I'm with you. I had, I had, uh, I had the Hornets as well. Um, this guy can't stay healthy. Yeah, I actually, yep, I had a Hornets in 2016. Well. Yeah. Um, people, uh, yeah, people like LaMelo Ball, though. Yeah, I guess. But he, uh, yeah. Um, all right, keep going. Someone's got a score on that team. Um, Oklahoma City, under 23. I got that, too. Nice. All right. I like that we're both, I like that we're already, like, kind of on the same par with a lot of these things. I didn't have Miami, but I had the Hornets, had OKC. Add Washington. This is good. All right, keep going. I have Portland under 41 and a half. All right, you and I are going to disagree because I have Portland over 41 and a half. I like Portland a lot this year. Okay. And uh, Toronto over 42. I'm not, that's another one I don't know about. I don't love Toronto. Like I just named you five teams I liked in the East better than I like Toronto. Um, but, Oh, we got the uh, the leaf blower guy here. Okay. Oh, good. That's good. At least we know that he's consistent. What else do you like over? Um, all right. So I, the team that I want to actually bet against, I find with the like odds wise that I like is uh, I don't. I want to bet against Atlanta. I like the Atlanta under, and I like Atlanta not to make the playoffs. Um, their over under is thirty seven and a half. I just don't. I don't like like. Who was their big signing this year? God, right? They had a, they had a big free agent signing this year, um, but um, I, I'm I'm not a big Trey Young guy. He doesn't play any defense. Um, they got John Rondo, no, right? John Oh, John Collins is definitely leaving there. Um. Keep talking. I'm trying. To well, anyway, I, I'm not a big Trey Young guy, um, and so I'm 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 going under on them. I like over on Brooklyn. Gallinari. Who? Gallinari. Yeah, Gallinari. Um, and Brogdanovich. So yeah, that, actually, not, they're, they're decent. I'm telling you, they're not bad, but I'm, I don't. I'm, I, there's too many teams I like more. So. Um, I like Brooklyn over 45 and a half. I like Dallas over 42 and a half. But I don't love it. Like, I don't love either of those. I love the Lakers over 47 and a half. I mean, I did, that team was just so good in the offseason. Um, let's pause it for a second. All right, I'm back. The leaf blower guy is gone. So Scott was talking about the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just like everything that they did this off season. So 47 and a half. I just I like 47 and a half too. Yeah. Um, I think that's not high enough. Uh, I also, I had Chicago under 29 and a half. I don't even know Who's who, she got, who Chicago has. Yeah. that pro- That's good. Um, so that's, yeah, I had Detroit under 23 and a half, but I don't, who knows if Blake Griffin comes back and he's all right. And I don't know. I, that was, just, I think, searching. Um, what what else do you have besides? Um, right, so I have division winners. Okay, I have one division winner I thought was worth betting. I two. I have Nets at plus two hundred. That's not bad. And then I have Denver at even. Yeah, I, I saw think that. Denver at even is pretty solid. The thing with Denver. All right, let me get to that. The problem with Denver—that's a good division. 
Um, and they tend to play themselves into shape, you know, like Utah, Portland, those are good teams. Um, I'm, I'm not against it. Uh, who was the other one you said? Nets and, and Denver. The Nets. Yeah, I like the Nets. I mean, um, again, that's another good division. You got Sixers, Celtics, and Raptors. Those are all good teams. Um, I like the only one that I saw that really jumped out at me was the Wizards at plus at 10 to 1. Um, not that I think that they're def- like necessarily going to win that division, but I like the odds. Who's in their division? Um, it's uh, Miami, Atlanta, Washington, Orlando, and Charlotte. Yeah, I like 10 to 1. So 10 to 1, I'm like, yeah, you know, throw 10 bucks, win 100, you know, like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would take a flyer out. I understand that you don't want to, but. I would take a flyer out on um, Houston to win the Southwest in case he stays, but I don't. I I don't think it'll happen. The Southwest is, you know, everyone loves Dallas. There he's back. Uh, this guy is the worst. Um, I fucking can't, there's no need to keep this place up. It's a shithole. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so the other thing I have was Eastern Conference. I have okay. Two, two people. Nets at plus 250 and Miami, yep. and Miami at plus 650. Why not? They won it last time. Uh, yeah. You know, six and a half. Uh, well, here's the thing. I, I like – so the two, the two that I liked are in the West. I liked um, – the Lakers. Well, so I started looking at the West, and I was like, "Well, if I'm going to bet who's going to win the West, I should just bet the championship." The Lakers are plus one sixty five to win the West, plus two fifty to win the whole thing. I'd rather take spend my two fifty on the Lakers winning the whole thing than on Brooklyn winning the East. But the other one I want to take a flyer out on is I Dallas or uh, Denver. Denver is uh, twenty to one to win it. To win the West. No, to win the whole thing. I mean, I think if you win the West, you win. That'd be a waste of money. Really? Denver's not winning the whole thing. Okay. I don't think I don't see why Brooklyn's that much safer of a bet than Denver. Yeah, I'm talking about no. I have I have, I have Brooklyn to win the East. Yeah, yeah I, I still think whoever wins the West is going to win win the championship. Um. Denver, or I have for the West, I have the Mavericks at plus 1,200. That's not bad. And then Clippers at plus 325. I don't know. And I know Lakers are probably going to win, but I don't know. Clippers at plus 325 is not bad. I don't know. All right. I mean, I have no faith in the Clippers this year. And then the two matchups I have are Bucks lakers and Nets-Lakers. I don't have the odds for that, but those are the two. Right. Um, are we doing this together this year? Are we going to put something together? I mean, I guess, unless you're going to pay me out for this whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm right. assuming. I'm assuming. So Bucks Lakers and Nets Lakers. Okay. Um, and that's that's all you've got? You didn't do it. Do you do any playoff bets? 
Um, I didn't see playoff bets. I have uh, MVP, Luca plus 350, and Kevin Durant at plus 1,000. All right, so I got Luca. Same thing. I I actually had four. I have Luca plus three fifty. When I did this, I had AD at plus at ten to one, but he's gone down to eight to one. Uh, KD at ten to one, and I like Dame at twenty five to one. You're right, like really into Portland this year. I think Dame is the fucking man. I didn't see odds to beat the playoffs. Huh. Um, I didn't see the odds to make the playoffs. So what do you have for that? Uh, the only two that I really liked was uh, oh, I, I, had, I had Wizards and uh, Houston. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You know, Houston, no. I had uh, Wizards, yes, and I had Atlanta, no. Um, and they're both around even money. You know. Dude, Houston, no, is minus 145 right now. Because they think that he's going to be gone, I'm guessing. Right. So if you don't think he's going to be gone, it's plus one ten. It's not worth. That's not worth betting either way. Yeah, I guess. Um, we'll so make some bets and then we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about keep it. a record of it. Uh, so all right. So speaking of bets, let's go over our NFL and we'll close it out. We had, we had a brutal couple of weeks. Yeah, this weeks this was not good this week. So I still have a game left tonight. I bet the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making fun of anybody for anyone's bets. I'm going full Costanza, as my friend Peter suggested I'd done four weeks ago. He sent me a text last Sunday and said, you'd be undefeated if you just went full Costanza. So I'm doing it. But I have to, like, I'm doing it on the fly as we talk about this. So, um, I can tell you right now, the first bet I see that I love is I love the Cardinals minus four and a half. So I'm going to take the 49ers plus four and a half. (laughs) Okay. I like, uh, Arizona minus four and a half. So I'm going the other way. That was one of my bets. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, a, I mean, it's a, it seems like a no brainer. I mean, San Francisco looked terrible last week or this week. Arizona squeaked that out. Um, they're playing for the playoffs. Uh, 49ers aren't really playing for much. They're both I totally think Arizona's – Huh? They're both playing at home. Oh, that's true. Right. They're both playing <laughs> at home. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's no reason that the 49ers should have any chance in this game, so I'm betting them uh, plus four and a half. Um, All right. Let's we'll see. Second pick. Let me see. I'm just looking at the I'm looking at the lines for the first time right now. So my next one. I like all right, while you're looking, I like the Bears minus seven and a half versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's in that is telling everyone to not do anything right now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, but if there's somebody who could blow anyone it. fucking wins, they're out of here. It would be Trubisky. No one better catch a ball. There should be multiple fumbles in this game, or you guys are out. All right, I see one here. I love the Ravens this week. The Ravens seem to really turn things around post-COVID, so I'm going to take the Giants plus 11.5. Giants defense is pretty good, and they keep them in the games, but they're rough to watch this week. 
They like, uh, they, well, you know what? I They missed Jason Garrett this week. Jason Garrett was on COVID. Last week, he was the worst fucking part of their whole fucking offense. He was t- terrible play calling. But then they lose their – so he went on the COVID list and wasn't able to play call. So the coach was play calling, and he was like – didn't know how to really play call because he's never really done it before. Right. So he was, like, calling all this weird shit. Like, Giants were in the red zone, and they brought out the field goal unit and then faked the field goal on, like, fourth down at the four-yard line. They were like, it made no sense. And they threw it to the center. Like, if you're going to go for it on fourth, just bring out all your people. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense. So he had some really bad calls. Jason Garrett was missed this week. Not last week. So, uh, all right. So Giants defense is going to keep you within the 11 and a half, let's say. Okay. What's your What's your third? I think the Titans are going to beat the Packers. So I'm going plus three and a half. Titans are, this is the time of year where Rick and Titans, like last year, just destroyed everybody. And Henry had multiple 200-yard games and just, like, runs over everybody. And Tannehill had, like, four touchdowns this week or five touchdowns um, and just was like, they're, they're, they're hitting a, a good point right now. They're hot. So I like them. All right. My, my third game is I'm going to take – I I I don't know why Tampa keeps getting these huge spreads. They just keep barely beating people. Like they let everybody stay in every game. Um, so I'm going to take Detroit plus. Wait, no. So I'm going to take Tampa minus nine because opposite. Because um, uh, I I don't understand. I don't understand how they keep like they're always over for like the past five weeks. The Bucks have been over a touchdown favorite. And they've either lost or like barely hung on to one all of those games. We have football Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. That's great. And Monday. We have it Friday, right? Four days in a week. Four days in a row. Wow. Friday. Oh, yeah, there's one game. What time? I said, all right. Friday, the game's on at uh, 3 30. Oh, cool. Is that That's right? a pretty good game, too. So it's. 30, 130 it's on. 130. Um, all, right. all right. Well, Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah, we'll, you uh, too. We'll, we'll get together on this week and uh we'll uh start I don't know, we'll figure it out next week. Well, I think we kind of figured out next week. Yeah, we already thought we already talked. We're, we're on our way, but you know, you never know. Somebody could throw a a Mandalorian like episode out and throw everything for a wrinkle. All right.